The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Darkness has descended on Harry Harvey Stadium in more ways than one as we are Friday night under the lights for Marple Newtown Tigers football. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here's Larry O'Connor, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Havertown, Pennsylvania, A.G. Cornog Stadium on the campus of Haverford High School. Very special for me. I'm Jim Alsman, filling in for Dave DePasqua. He is away. He has the night off. He's at a wedding, and I know he would much rather be here because, like me, he despises wedding. Your color commentator to my left tonight is Steve Reynolds, and he despises weddings too, or he would have he would have put a ring on it like Eric and I have. Eric Kelling will be at the controls tonight, and he's going to do some statistics in the first half. Sammy Snyderman will be on board momentarily. Steve and Eric, we've reached that point in the season, and I said it earlier in our, in our Tiger Talk podcast earlier this week. We know pretty much what we have in this Marple Newtown team. Um, this is a this is a team that you know that they've gone through a meet of the schedule. This is the penultimate game in the regular season. We have one more regular season game at Radnor, so the last two games on the road. And the signature win that Marble Newtown has had thus far is Upper Darby, a six A team, just like Haverford. So coming into this game, I feel as though we've beat every all the teams that we should beat. Um, we've lost to the teams that we pretty much thought we would have some struggles against going into. Um, we thought maybe Ridley might be something of a closer game, although that was that was close for two quarters. It was it was we, we competed. So now here we are. We sort of know where we stand, Steve, in terms of the playoffs. We're more than likely going to host in that week eleven slot. In terms of that, we're probably that means we're going to be at the six, seven, or eight, and we're going to be going up against similar competition. That's good from a competitive standpoint. If you're watching the game, does that make it tougher for Marple Newtown, Steve? It it can, um, but they have to just worry about what they have in front of them. Uh, as we talked about, they just got through tough uh, three weeks, two and two games in those three weeks. 
Um, we talked about ha uh, Strathaven, Ridley. They finally bounced back after a two-game slide. You know, not many people are giving them a chance tonight. Um, next week's a more winnable game, per se, against a uh, Radner team. And, you know, but they just have to focus on what they have ahead of them. And tonight it's Haverford. And, you know, we talk about Marple Newtown on the other side. Haverford started 0-2. Marple starts fast. Haverford starts slow. Haverford is hot now. They're probably one of the hottest teams. Not many teams want to see them. Um, and we always and you were talking about this on the podcast. You guys did a great job, you, Dave, and Greg. Thank you. Um, the 6A competition. I mean, Haverford's right now number 15, I believe. I mean, that just think about it's a tough bracket compared to the 5A. Uh, Marple's, I think, at 7 right now, according to our guy, Greg Pecco. Um, just the level of competition is, it's just a big gap. And, and I know you, you can talk on that. And you know between 5A and 6A, the way the teams practice is just completely different. Yeah. Right? You have more guys. You can have an offensive practice and a defensive practice going on at the same time. I know uh, Garner Valley does that. Now, there's a good amount of 6A teams that a lot of guys go both ways. They need to separate the practices. Um, but... You know, there's a good amount of teams out there that only have guys going one way, and it's like a college practice. you got the offense going on one side of the 50, the defense doing stuff on the other side of the 50, and that's such a huge advantage when you have those horses. Um, but at the end of the day, these guys are in the Central League. We beat them before. Um, we've been on you know, a losing streak in the past couple of years against them. Um, but, you know, no one's giving them a shot, as I said, so it's going to be uh, – a big test tonight for the Tigers. It is, and I'll, work, I'll welcome in Eric Kelling. Eric, uh, what have you seen so far this season that you'd like our audience to know? So it kind of uh, begins and ends with Charlie Box. We go as Charlie Box goes. If he can move the ball tonight, if we can get a good running game started against a really good Haverford team, yeah, I think we have a chance. Uh, in the last couple weeks, Joey's aired it out a little more. Um, uh, Small has kind of come into the picture a little bit which is good at wide receiver, so we have a couple more options there. Uh, again, it's a tough game. Um, it For Haverford, it starts and ends with uh, Trey Blair. He's probably the best player on the field for them, and we've got to try to control him. All right, well said. So here we are, Havertown, Pennsylvania. The uh, captains are going out to midfield. For Haverford, it'll be Trey Blair. He's number 10. Number 11 is Sean Reynolds. Number 44 is Chasen Wint. And number 66, John Cunningham. Marple Newtown's captains are out there. Did not catch the numbers, so maybe you fellas could help me out. I see yeah. Brian Lane is out there. Jelani Estes. And Robbie Riley. And uh, Robbie Riley. Tyler Lynch, the other captain, is out for the season. Right. And okay. Halford in uh, – Different jerseys tonight in yellow. They're having a fight for life night. Everyone's wearing uh, green, um, raising money for all types of cancer. So uh, a lot of good stuff going out on outside of the game. Uh, but you know, everyone's here for this big matchup tonight in the Central League. And it's going to be important for Marple Newtown to try to get out early in this game if they want any chance. Okay. So... We are uh, going to step aside momentarily. Coin toss happened, and uh, they're going to do the national anthem. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? 
That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Jim Alsman, Steve Reynolds, Eric Kellen bringing you live action from A.G. Cornog Stadium, Havertown, Pennsylvania, Marple Newtown Tigers visiting the Fords of Haverford High School, and we are ready to kick this one off. Talked about Haverford on a six-game winning streak. Marple Newtown just bounced back with a win last week versus Pancrest after a two-game losing streak. Both fighting for spots in the playoff. Both will make the playoffs, Jim, but both fighting for the positions, what they'll be doing, either hosting a game or traveling that first week. So number 86 is the man that will kick this one away. Dan Billybalt for the Fords. Joslyn and Box in kick return position. And it's going to be Joslyn from the 15-yard line. Cracks it out to the outside, and he's brought down. Forced out of bounds. Pretty good field position there for the Tigers. Good job by Joslyn. He's pushed out of bounds by number 40. Will Higson, so we'll look for him. Like to see John just lower his head, get those extra yards. You don't see him dancing around. The Tigers, led by Aunt, uh, Joey Paletti, will take over their own 35-yard line. 11:55, first quarter, opening kickoff. If you're just joining us, just happened. I'm alongside Steve Reynolds and Eric Kelling. He's at the controls. 35-yard line will be the start for Marple Newtown. First and 10. Paletti in the shotgun. He puts box in motion. Pitches back to box on the far side, and he is going to be tackled for a loss. Number 40, what, what did I say? Keep an eye out for him. Will Hickson with the stop, Steve. Hickson sheds his block, comes up, and makes a great tackle on box. They're not fooled at all by that early wide motion there by the Tigers and boxes met in the back for a loss of five. Okay, so loss of five. Second and 15 at the 30 now. Puts box back in motion. Paletti gets it, throws, and it is intercepted on the first pass play of the game by num Haverford's number five, Justin Burgess with 11-14 remaining in the first quarter. Not the way you want to start with the Tigers. Negative five yards and then an interception. Tigers like to start with those zero routes, those quick hitches. Haverford's been watching film. They were ready for that one. 
even with that early motion, to try to fool them. Guy stepped right in front of it. Great job by the half for defense. First and 10 at the 32. Marple Newtown's 32. And they're already knocking at the door. First and 10 for the Fords. Trey Blair keeps for the Fords. He's brought down by Marple Newtown's number 60, and that would be Johnny Ebert, Steve. See Ebert back from injury. Missed last week's game versus Pencrest. But that's going to be the key tonight, stopping number 10. You saw there, steps back, QB draw. Um, he's a running back at heart as he's going next year playing for Buffalo Division One at running back. So great job on first down by the Tigers. Gain of two, ball to 32nd and eight. Blair pitches, catch, pitches, and the catch by number five, Justin Burgess. Quick throw. So very similar offense. You'll see four, five wide. Um, shotgun. Different looks on offense, but pretty similar to Marple Newtown. They like to spread it out. So that was a gain of six. Third and two at the Marple Newtown 24. Blair's in shotgun. Surveying the field. He gets the snap. He hands it off. Number 20 is the ball carrier, and he is hit immediately by number 75. That's Scott Novak. A great job there by Novak. And the linebackers flowing there, making the stop. Brings up an early fourth down here. That's a loss of one. Correct me if I'm wrong, Eric. Loss of one, fourth and three. Ball at the 25. Blair's in the backfield. Got to watch number 10 on this one. Jimmy Wright is the running back in the backfield alongside Blair. He hands it off to Wright once again. And he's uh, got it. And it looks like. Is he short? Yeah, hey, he's sure. That's he a great sure. job. Wow. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're having a little hard time getting our feet under us from this vantage point. We're always sort of at a lower vantage point. If you look at, if you're watching this, um, for, for whatever reason, why is the clock still running, Steve? That's a bit odd. But uh, the clock is running. So Now they're stopping it. They're going to have to put some time on. Yeah, they're going to have to put some time on. The clock stopped at 9-11, but there should be about 10 seconds back on that clock. Um, so Jimmy Wright was but, the ball handler. He was tackled, um, and that looked like that was probably no gain, Steve. Yeah, no gain, and that, that was a great job there by Marple Newtown. I mean, they gave up an early and uh, turnover, and they stop him four and out. Yep. Outstanding job. 9-11, first quarter, scoreless. Paletti gets the ball, drops back. He passes. Benedict. Shane Benedict with the reception. He is hit immediately by Haverford's number 11, Sean Reynolds, the captain. Good job by Reynolds there coming in, not fooled. Try to run a little wide receiver hammer screen, they call it. Again, early motion by Box to the right side. Paletti turns to the left side, finds his receiver, but met immediately. This Haverford defense. We talk about Trey Blair in this offense. This defense, very, very stale, only giving up a little over nine points per game. No gain, even though it was a reception. Second and ten ball to 24. Paletti in the backfield, and he gets it, hands it off to Box. Box picks up a few. He's tackled by the Fords, number 65. That's Kevin Gillespie, along with number 20. He was in there as well, Jimmy Wright, as I 
want to give the PA announcer here some credit. Frank, Frank Mott, doing a great job. And we talked to him before the game, get some name pronunciations, and uh, talked to him before here at the game. He's a great guy. Shout out to Rob Anderson from Haverford School District, who has uh, been very hospitable to us in this uh, broadcast. Thank you, Rob. So gain a three on that carry by Box. Balls at the 27, third and seven for the Tigers. Pele in the backfield. Box is standing to his right. He's in the shotgun, gets the snap, fakes the handoff, and he just falls down. That is not a sack, even though the Ford's number four, Aiden O'Neill, will celebrate that. Uh, Joe's very smart to just go down, and I think that's, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, he, does, he wants to avoid an injury. He, he rolled out, and I think he slipped before okay. anything. Okay. And Marple Newtown's going to be forced to punt here. Ball's at the 19, 722, 727, excuse me, 719 now, 718, 717. I guarantee you they're not trying to punt the number 10, Trey Blair. Jimmy O'Brien in the punt. Blair is back. That's going to be a shank. It's going to go out of bounds inside Haverford territory. This is going to be maybe a 20-yard punt. Looks like that ball is going to be spotted at the Marple Newtown 34-yard line. And that's the issue no, you have. 37. Sorry, Steve. That's the issue you have. You're trying to corner kick it or, you know, play, uh, direction kick it, excuse me. Stay away from number 10, but in a situation like that, doing that, it comes off your foot the wrong way and you give him great field position. All right, so first and 10 for the Fords at the 37. Blair is the quarterback in shotgun. He hands it off to Jimmy Wright and he's tackled immediately. <laughs> Marble Newtown defense has come ready to play. Johnny Ebert and company. Scott Novak in on the play. Wow. So the defense must have listened to the podcast and heard my assessment, and they're letting me hear it up here. It's a loss of two. Wow. Good for them. And I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, only one run by Trey Blair. Second and 12 at the 39 of Marple Newtown. Blair gets the snap. He's back. Has a lot of time. Now he's going to tuck and run. Referee helps him out wow. there. Helps out the CJ defense. And that's great job. I mean, and that's what Halford's okay with that. They step back. They got four wide, three to the right side. Nothing doing. Great coverage. Trey tucks it. Trey Blair tucks it. And the Tigers' defense is a great job coming in. I mean, referee was in the way. Helped out the defense. But outstanding job. Third down here. Third and 10. Ball now back at the original line of scrimmage. Blair in the backfield. Jimmy Wright to his left. Blair gets the snap. He's looking. Plenty of time. He's got feel on the rush. Pressured. He throws. And there is coverage. And that is caught. Trey Blair gets it right over Shane Benedict. I'm looking for the receiver. That was number eight, the Fords, Casey Gilroy. Good for six. It, it was outstanding coverage. I mean, he, he got number eight did. Casey uh, Gilroy. Gilroy. He did beat him there. Good job by the Tigers defender to try to get back there, but it was just a perfectly thrown ball. And unfortunate for the Tigers playing so well in defense, they give up a touchdown. The extra point is good. Wellington is the kicker, Ryan Wellington. So with five minutes, 38 seconds, Haverford leads Marple Newtown 7-0.
We'll step aside. We'll be right back. Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. All right, welcome back to Haverford, Pennsylvania. Havertown, Pennsylvania. Haverford High School, A.G. Cornock Stadium. If you're just joining us, Haverford. Haverford has gone up 7-0 from a 37-yard touchdown reception from Trey Blair to Casey Gilroy with 538 remaining in the first quarter. Joslin takes the return. He gets up to about the 30-yard line on that return. Tigers have to help out their defense. I know a lot of guys are going both ways, but you got a first down. I mean, yeah, you want to score, but get some momentum going here. Try to flip some field position. Haverford with two great starting field positions. They're able to capitalize on that second drive for a touchdown. But the Tigers offense without a first down on first two drives. All right, so it's going to be first and 10 for Marple Newtown. They're at their 30. They haven't done much yet on offense. We'll see what they can do this time out. It's Paoletti in the backfield. He's in the shotgun. Paoletti looks like he got him with the hard count. Yep. That's going to be dead ball foul encroachment against the defense. So let's add five, move the ball up to the 35-yard line. First and five at the 35, 531 in the first. Great job there by Paoletti with the hard count. Good discipline by the offensive line. Tigers not holding their blocks out. Their offensive line got to do a better job. Charlie Box gets the handoff. He's tackled by number 40, Will Hickson. So that is a loss of one. Second and six for Marple Newtown at their own 34-yard line, Steve. Okay, go back to that running play to the right side. Linebackers have had a great job of flowing and filling, stopping Box for a loss of one. Second and six, Paoletti puts a man in motion, drops back, he's looking, he has pressure. This is a screen to Charlie Box. Jimmy Callahan, number 19, coming up and making the stop, Steve. I'll tell you what, I've seen a lot of Haverford teams play. This team is fast, they flow to the ball. Tigers got him on that screen, they fooled them, but the secondary, those linebackers flow and came up quick. I mean, whew, I haven't seen a Haverford team move this well in a long time. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see what they do in the playoffs, but I can already tell that these next couple of games, they're prepared and they're getting themselves ready in uh, November form. Third and two at the 38. Another handoff, Box. He breaks free, gets to midfield. 
And he's brought down by Haverford's number four, Aiden O'Neill, but not before the first down. And that's what you need to do if you're the Tigers. Offense line just has to hope, find one crease, get boxed to that second level. He can do the rest. Great job there. Picks up 11 yards. At their own 49-yard line, first first down of the game. That's a huge confidence builder for the Tigers. Excellent. First down, first and 10 at the Marple Newtown 49-yard line. 338, 337, 336 in the first. Paoletti gets it, drops back, throws. And he's looking for Shane Benedict along the sideline. Justin Burgess defending for the Ford, Steve. Nice thrown ball there by Paoletti. Haven't seen a lot past three weeks of him throwing downfield. Like to see that there to his main target, Benedict. Benedict probably could have kept running there, would have been in stride, but kind of jumped a little early, missed time that one, incomplete. And I like this shot on first down, but let's give this ball back to box. 100%. That'll also keep the, keep the, the ball out of the hands of Trey Blair. Second and 10 at the Marple Newtown 49. And coach kicking must have heard you right back to Charlie Box. And you'll take that. A three, four yard gain on that play there. Give it four. Will Higson once again comes up and makes a stop for the Fords. He's been all over the field well, tonight I, so far. He's playing Mark excellent. Great mark there, three yard gain. Now we're inside of Haverford territory at the 48-yard line. Third and seven coming up for the Tigers. Tigers most likely in four-down territory here. And they are right in front of the booth. You have a great vantage point if you're watching at home. Paoletti rolls out. He throws. Looks like his intended target was number 10, Joey Small. He overthrew him. Plenty of defenders in the area. Smart move. Brings up fourth down, Steve. The Tigers are going to punt this one away. And, you know, it's tempting to go for it here. I think it is the right decision. And, you know, if you gained a few yards, fourth and four or less, maybe you go for it. But let's flip field position. And, you, you know what? It's a perfect time here for a possible fake. Oh, boy. Fourth down and seven at the Haverford 48. Jimmy O'Brien into punt. And let's hope that Coach Gicking is not evoking the uh, any Doug Peterson inside of nope it's it's going to be a punt and this one's not going to be returnable it's just going to die at about the 23 yard line looks like that was downed by a marple newtown tiger number 22 christian aquila and tigers great job by jimmy o'brien better punt on this one again directional punts keep it out of number 10's hands he returned one last week versus ridley do not want to get him the ball in the open field that's a great punt there, flip field position. And let's see this defense. I mean, they gave up that one long bomb in great coverage and let's see if they can stop him here, get the ball back. 232 at the 21 for the Fords. First and 10, Haverford. Blair, he's in the backfield. He's gonna get it and throw. Nope, he's gonna tuck and run. He runs right out of bounds, untouched. He is fast, Steve. Yeah, I mean, he can move. Picks up. Uh, see where they spot this one. Still figuring it out. Yeah, they give him the first down. 
clock issues. And I don't understand it. Now the clock is running. It's unbelievable. Every time I'm on this mic filling in for Dave, how many clock issues we have. The ball's now at the 32, first and 10 for the Fords. Blair. He asked for a little bit of a fumble, but he picks it up. This play would have worked a lot better had it been handoff right away. Sean Reynolds, the captain, carries for the Fords. He's tackled by number 74, Joey Goodman, Steve. Yeah, Tigers, low snapped. Probably should have made a play in the backfield on that one, but it's a great run there by Haverford. Set up second down here in six. Second and six at the 36. This was blown dead. Possibly, oh, dead ball foul. It's going to be encroachment against the defense, so that's going to be against Marple Newtown, and that's going to put it at a second and one at the 41 after the penalty. Didn't see anyone jump, but probably lined up off sides. And in the high school level, Jim, as we know, once you cross, play is blown dead. There's no getting back. Second and one at the 41. Trey Blair gets the snap, looking for something. He was nearly sacked in the backfield and, and was able to get back to the line of scrimmage. He's very fast. Number 11, Kane Tarquini coming up, getting the initial hit. Really impressed with the Tigers' defense, Jim. And Eric, you, I mean, they're swarming in there. I mean, it's second and short. What, are they marking that first down? That's horrendous. Well, we got a little home cooking. 48, 47, 46 seconds remaining in the first quarter right. as the clock ticks. First and 10 at the Haverford 42. Blair hands off to Sean Reynolds, the captain. Charlie Box is the initial man for Marple Newtown making the stop, not before about a gain of 11. Jet. Sweep to the right side. Picks up the first down. Back-to-back so -back first downs for Haverford. Marple Newtown's got to settle down here. Already trailing 7-0. First and 10 at the Marple, Marple Newtown 47. Blair hands it right off to Jimmy Wright. 33 C.J. Lane for Marple Newtown in on the stop, Steve. And they have other weapons, Reynolds and other guys there. And that's going to do it for the first quarter, Jim. At the end of the first quarter, Haverford 7, Marple Newtown 0. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. All right. 
Now I see why. Now I see the problems. I had to do it myself. We're back to the to the game's second quarter, start of the second quarter. Here we go. Flipping the fields here. Blair gets the snap, throws. He's got number 11 open, Sean Reynolds. Blair to Reynolds. Good for another first down, Steve. Brian Jocelyn with the stop, Steve. Great out route there towards the Tiger bench. Nice throw by Blair, nice catch by Reynolds. And another first down for Haverford. They're knocking on the door here for their second touchdown of the game. 11.46, 11.45, 11.44 in the second quarter. Ball's now at the Marple Newtown 30, first and 10 for the Fords. Sean Reynolds gets the, the handoff from Blair. He gets about six. Jelani Estes in on the stop. Looked like he was stopped, but able to get up and get those extra few yards for the first down. They stretch out the defense, create lanes up the middle. Reynolds been able to cut back. So that jet sweep has been able, has been working for them. Gain of five. Correction, gain of 10 to the Marple Newtown 20, first and 10 for the Fords. Blair asks for the snap, he gets it, he's gonna throw. And that was tipped at the line of scrimmage. Looks like number 60 for Marple Newtown. Had Ebert. his hand on it. Johnny Ebert. And that's what the Tigers need. I was about to say that right on cue for Ebert. We need a turnover here if you're the Tigers. And they're just moving the ball at will. And the only thing it looks like that's going to be able to stop them is a uh, mishap on offense by Haverford. So almost got one there. Good job by Ebert to put his hands up. And this is where the numbers start to creep in because a lot of these guys making plays on defense are your best offensive players. Second and 10 ball at the Marple Newtown 20. Blair, he gets the snap. This time it's a different runner, number 44. The other captain, Jason Wint, is the man who gets the, who runs, who carries the ball for Haverford. Robbie Riley undercuts some nice tackle there for no gain. The third down here, good back-to-back -back stops by the Tigers. Four down territory most likely for Haverford. So no gain, excellent. Third and 10 at the Marple Newtown 20. Ben, but don't break, here we go. Blair asks for the snap, he gets it, and he's looking, looking. Pass was intended for number eight, Casey Gilroy. He had it and let it come right out of his hands. Looks like it hit his chest, bounced off his hands, and went out of bounds. Would have been close to a first down if he caught it. Incomplete, and fourth down, Tigers have him where they want him, and see if they keep the offense on the field or kick, and looks like they're gonna keep the offense on the field here, so you're big, in that, big play here, Jim. You're in that sweet spot, right? So, you know, this is gonna happen. Fourth and 10, big play coming up. Blair gets the snap. He's looking, looking, looking. Is he going to throw? He does. Over the middle. Incomplete. And that is incomplete. Turnover on downs. Pass was intended for Casey Gilroy, the, the four that had the first touchdown. That's huge for the Tigers. You, you, you hit it, Jim. Bend, but, but don't break. They march down the field. And on first down, all you need is something to go wrong. You get the hand up by Ebert. Um, incomplete pass. They stop him to tackle. Uh, drop pass and then 
Blair uh, over the head there. Good coverage initially. Blair just tried to throw it where he thought he could uh, complete it, but great job for the Tigers to take over here. 10.08 in the second. First and 10 at the Marple Newtown 20. Paoletti is in the backfield. Now he has box in motion behind him, and the call is for Paoletti to keep for the Tigers. Yeah, so each week you'll see Coach Chicken put a new wrinkle into the offense. This week it's that late motion. Uh, we call it like a bubble motion behind the quarterback. We've seen a toss off it, a pass, and now a QB keep. You'll see a different few, a few different plays off of that. And it's a nice uh, four-yard gain on first down. All right. Gain of four, second and six, ball at the 24. Paletti in the backfield along with Box. He gets the snap in the shotgun, hands right off the box. Box makes some moves, runs off tackle, but it's a ball out. Referee, referee comes in. I did not see the beanbag, but I, I do. I'll, I'll defer to your eyes because I'm a much older man. Personal foul, wow. and that is against Haverford. And that's going to come at the end of the play. Right, so That's what it was. It was a horse collar. Horse collar, yes. You'll take if you're the Tigers. And there's our buddy Jerry. You're right, Steve. Fifth down Jerry. Good to see him out there. Hopefully Noah Signers are listening to the broadcast. Nope. Yeah, 44-yard line, so Tigers uh, trying to put together a drive here. After the penalty, ball at the 44 of Marple Newtown, first and 10 for the Tigers, 9-12, 9-11, 9-10 on the clock in the second. Joe Paoletti, his pass attempted for Shane Benedict. The Ford's number five is right in there, Justin Burgess. He's playing a nice game. There you go, that... Late motion again by Box, fakes the pitch and throws it towards his man. Benedict on the slant, ball kind of floated there. Fortunate it wasn't intercepted, but incomplete, second down and 10 here. Ball is at the 44-yard line, second down. <clears throat> Excuse me, second down and 10. Seven-nothing, Fords over Marple Newtown. Paoletti is in an empty backfield in the shotgun. He puts box in motion, fakes the box. Now he throws him in the backfield, and box picks up 10, untouched, into Haverford territory. Let's see where they spot it. They're going to spot him at the 50. Well, Jerry must have heard us because I don't get that, but that's all the way on the other side of the field. I'll give him a... The benefit of the doubt on that one, I don't understand that, but okay. Shout out to Mike Willard tonight on this beautiful Friday night. Hope he's doing well. Third and four, ball spotted at midfield for the Tigers. Box with the handoff. He finally and the Tigers get into Ford's territory on this drive. Timeout on the field. It looks like an official's timeout. Another flag? Another flag. I am sorry. It's another flag, and that's going to get be against Haverford. The five-yard face mask, was it, Jim? Yes. 
from our vantage point. It was very hard to see. And I'm not seeing, we can't really see these flags very well. Again, no. we're very low. Yes. Now, I love coming here. I really do, especially because the commute's fantastic. But the press box vantage point is, is difficult. Actually, all of our coaches had no problem going upstairs. We usually battle for press box space, but they wanted to be upstairs yeah, because it's, it's just a better vantage tough point. Tough to see. Yep. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, we have a bunch of yellow jerseys, gold jerseys. Um, I'm not so sure if I like yellow and gold when you're at home, Steve, but okay. What are you going to do? Now what do we got here? Timeout, Marple Newtown. So we will step aside with 8.22 remaining in the second quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown football on the Tigers radio network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. And we are back. Jim Alsman filling in for Dave DePasqua tonight. I'm alongside Steve Reynolds, our color commentator at the controls and statistician is Eric Kelling. First and 10 at the Haverford 44 for Marple Newtown. 7-0 Fords. It's a nice hard run Hayaletti there. hands off to Eric McKee. Switching it up after the timeout. I like it. He's going to be a great player here for the time. We always talk about box, rightfully so, but Eric McKee learning to run better and better each week. That's a powerful run up the gut. Eight gain yard, of eight. Eight-yard eight gain, yep. Second and two now at the Ford's 36. Trying to make a game out of it, and it is a game. It's only a one possession right now. 750, 749, 748. Paoletti and Box in the backfield. Correction, McKee. McKee gets the handoff immediately. And he's hit just as quickly, Dave, Steve. Yep, and they were right, wait, ready for that. Haverford was, so. Will Higson in on the stop once again. Looks like a loss of one. If you've had an accident, one of the most Third down and four here. Without a doubt, four down territory for the Tigers. Sustaining a nice drive here, but trying to finish it with points. And we love our sponsors, but just not doing live action. But thank you, Cavallo Autobody. Third and four at the Ford's 38. Here we go. If you're just joining us, 7 nothing. Play clock running down. Coach Gicking's going to. There's a flag on the Penalty field. marker is down. Delay of game against Marple Newtown. And Jerry. And our buddy Jerry, he is uh, he's fun. We have fun with him, Steve. Now the ball is at. I'm sorry, Jim, but I'm surprised Coach Egan didn't call a timeout on that one. Ball's at the 43 after the penalty third and nine for the Tigers. Another penalty. Penalty marker <sighs> coming out. Illegal procedure. That's a dead ball foul. So now it's going to be third and 14. And after the spot, they're going to be back into, if I'm not 
I'm not mistaken. 48, yep. So they're still in Haverford's territory. Third and 19. Nope, third and 14. I'm sorry. Excuse me. The two five-yard penalties. Just third down and four now. You're in a situation where you don't get this, pick up any yards. you got to punt it away. So shooting yourselves in the foot can't happen. 6.30, 6.29, As the clock ticks away, Paoletti gets the gets – the, he's looking for anything in the backfield. Number 77 for the Fords comes up and makes the stop. Now, I know that we had a somewhat of a roster change. I'm going to make sure I confirm that with the PA announcer. I want to say that was Harry Carpenter on the sack. I don't believe that's true. Anyway, that was a nice sack. Paoletti had nothing. Now we're going to punt. Marple Newtown will punt with fourth down and 26 after the loss from the Ford's 42-yard line. The punt is an excellent one. High and hanging. That is not returnable. It's going to go right out of bounds. Going to go right out of bounds at the... Ford's 26-yard line. That was a great punt, Steve. Excellent punt again. Keep it away from number 10, Blair. Tigers done a great job containing him. I'm not sure the official stats, but I don't think he has more than 10 yards rushing on about three carries. So it's a great job. And our guy, one of our avid listeners, Anthony Cunningham, who's a Haverford alum, loves to wear his um, Letterman jacket, which is about 40 years old and five sizes too small. And I'll, I'll Talk about him later after this play. First and 10 at the 26 for the Fords. Ten. Trey Blair is going to keep. Excellent fake. <laughs> 74 yards for Trey Blair. And Steve, that is the speed that you talked about at the beginning of the game. That was unbelievable. That's Division One speed. That's why he's going to Buffalo next year. And he finds a crease. And bye-bye. And I just said how well the Tigers were containing him. And whew, he took off there. And just like that, you go from a third and four in Haverford field position for the Tigers offense. Looking like you're knocking on the door. Three negative plays and punting it away. And Blair takes the rest. Ryan Wellington into attempt to point after touchdown. That is good. With five minutes, 24 seconds remaining in the first half. Haverford, 14 Marple Newtown Zero. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away. Purchasing or selling a home or commercial property? Refinancing your mortgage? Whether a for sale by owner or need of an agent, call 610-353-4755 and ask for Michael Molinero at Homestead or stop by our office located at 2327 Westchester Pike in Broomall, Pennsylvania. Your one-stop real estate shop. 524 in the second, Haverford 14 after a 74-yard run by Trey Blair. Marple Newtown will get the ball back after this kickoff. Joslin and this is the return man from the 22. 
And just like Marple's trying to punt it away, kick it away from number 10. Halford's doing the same. They are trying to keep it away from number two. Charlie Box. There's Brian Johnson with three kickoff returns. Tigers taking over here on offense. For the fourth time tonight. Returned out to the 35-yard line, first and 10 for the Tigers. Paoletti. He pitches it over to Box. Box is trying to stretch out the field here, and he does and gets the corner. Big hit, forced out of bounds by the Ford's number five, Justin Burgess. He's been playing a nice, Steve. Great job by Box. Defender came in. It's one-on-one, little stutter step. He get, beats him to the outside, lowers his shoulder, and delivers a blow to Haverford defender. That's hard running right there by Charlie Box. Great job. Gain of six to the Fords. Correction, Marple Newtown, 41, second and four. Paoletti, all by himself in the backfield, puts Box in motion, fakes the Box, and he's going to keep it himself. Number 77 on the first hit. Again, Eric, I want to say that's Carpenter, but I know that the PA announcer had switched that up on us, and I apologize. I'll make sure I make that correction. So it looks like that was about a gain of two, maybe one, actually. Gain of one. Ball spotted at the 42, third and three. This is huge for the Tigers. First down, very much needed, down 14. The Tigers have to kick to start off the second half. 428 and counting here left in the first half. All right. Tayletti. He's right Hands there. off to box again. Number four for Haverford, Aiden O'Neill on the initial stop. Got to go for this. No it's, it's tough because, Steve, I mean, you know, if you can kind of get out of this quarter, it's still a 14-0 game, although you do have to kick off, right? So Yeah. Fourth and one. All right, fourth and one. I, I say uh, you, you pay homage to Doug Peterson, and they're going to do that. First down. Great job, QB sneak. Quarterback sneak, and they're already moving the sticks. First and ten, Paoletti picks it up. He's a tall dude. He's going to get that every time. He can, he's tall and he's thin. He's, you know, his brother, I don't know if his brother could really do that. His brother would try to force his way through. Joe can just sort of dive in these little creases, Steve. Yep. There's a penalty, and I think that's sideline warning. I think Coach Gallagher was giving the back judge an earful. And that could also be against Christo Garavellis, our buddy. You know, he, he likes to run wow. his mouth, too. He's wearing sweatpants from his Wesley days, which were about 25 years ago. That's unbelievable. They've seen better days. I talked to him before the game. I, th I think he showered today, so that's good. <laughs> First and 10 now, after the sideline warning. <laughs> Joslin gets the handoff from Paoletti. Number 40, once again, Will Hickson coming up and making the stop. He's all over the place. You hate to see penalties like that, but those sideline warrants, they really do shut up the coach when the coach is giving a uh, referee an earful. So kind of. Now, I talked to Coach Gallagher before the game. He's, he's one of those old, crusty dudes, man. I mean, 
he, he really, you know, he lives and breathes the sport like all these coaches. Pretty amazing. Second and five ball at the 50. Paoletti throws to McKee in the backfield. Wow, McKee turns around, still grabs that. That was that was like one of those jugs machine drills when you turn your back to it and you grab that pass, Steve. Could have been dangerous. That was a backward pass. And I was talking about Anthony Cunningham, our... Um, one of our good listeners, Haverford alum, he said these yellow jerseys and I are special. At the end of the game, they're giving them away for a fundraiser. That's why we're, we have these yellowish, goldish uniforms tonight for Haverford. Well, that's an awesome, uh, awesome thing that they're doing. I love it. Gain of one after the pass and catch. Now in the Haverford territory, third and four at the 49. Paoletti looking, looking for something. He's just going to tuck it and run. He's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage. Number 41. Boy, he can't close in on him quickly. Brian Clee. Could have been a lot worse. Paletti, smart decision, finds a crease and takes it. And as you said, Jim, try to get out of this only down 14 nothing. I think that's what Coach Kim's going to do. He's going to call a timeout here, think this one over with only a minute. And about 30 left here in the first half. No right. way he's getting this playoff. So fourth down and four at, again, we're still at the 49. 123, 122, 121 remaining in the second quarter. Timeout in the field, timeout. Marple Newtown calls timeout. We will step aside to pay some bills. You're listening to Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. 116 remaining in the first half. Haverford 14, Marple Newtown 0. Fourth down and four at the Fords 49 for the Tigers. And I want to apologize to our viewing audience. It's the three of us in here, and we're, uh, we need a couple more arms to keep the graphics going and the stats. And But no excuses. Here we go. Paoletti's in the backfield. He gets it. He's looking, looking. He throws. He's got Joslin and overthrew Joslin by about two yards. He that was him. what they wanted, Steve. He had him there. Would have been a nice completion. Turnover on downs with 1-12 remaining. All right, we're, see, <laughs> see, we're getting all confused with, with waters and everything else. People think this is so glamorous, but it's not. Now, you know Al Michaels doesn't have to fight over water. All right. First and 10 for the Fords from their own 49-112 remaining in the second quarter. Blair hands it off to number 11, the other captain, Sean Reynolds. Holding call. And that'll be a big one because that happened right at the line of scrimmage. So that'll move him back 10 yards from the spot. Holding is the initial call. 
That will negate the play. And I don't want to say you can be happy, but if you're in the Tigers, you know you're kind of outmatching this game. If you can go in the half only down 14-0, I know you got to kick it away. But you got to take victories where you can get them, and that's uh, not a bad deficit. Special, special thanks to Haverford's athletic director, Joanne Patterson. Yeah, very hospitable. And again, big shout-out to Rob Anderson. Can't thank him enough for the setup up here. 55 seconds in the clock running here in the second quarter. Will Ch Chasen went with the carry for the Fords. Number four comes in on the stop. That's Brian Joslin. Not after, not before a big game. Timeout on the field. Timeout. Haverford calls timeout. So we're going to step aside. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. If you've had an accident, one of the most important decisions is choosing the right repair facility. Cavallo Auto Body isn't captive to any insurance company and will negotiate repairs on your behalf, not the insurance company's. The result? A quality repair that isn't motivated or jeopardized through cost cutting. Discover the five most important things to know about choosing a repair shop by visiting us online at CavalloAutoBody.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back to live action, 48 seconds remaining in the first half. 14-0 Haverford after the timeout. Here we go. They're knocking at the door. 33-yard line of Marple Newtown. First and 10 for the Fords. Blair in the backfield waiting the snap. He gets it. He wants to pass. He's looking. He's looking along the sidelines and going out of bounds immediately. He has Casey Gilroy. That's a good thing for Marple Newtown that he was a... <laughs> it was thrown towards the sideline. He was forced out of bounds by himself, his own momentum, because he had a lot of room behind him and to the left side. And it's interesting how the clock operator happens to be Johnny on the spot on this drive. <laughs> Wait, is there a penalty down? Or is incomplete pass? A hold is the call okay. against Haverford. So scratch that play. And it looks like we have another timeout. The Fords call timeout. So we are going to pay bills once again. We'll be right back in 30 seconds. Are you thinking of buying or selling your home? If that's the case, call Marple Newtown real estate expert Karen Garbett at Compass. Karen has over 55 star reviews on Zillow. She supports Marple Newtown High School football and goes the extra mile for you. In fact, a $500 donation will be made by Karen to the football team in your name for anyone who calls Karen and has their home bought or sold with Karen that goes to settlement. Want a good return on investment? Be sure to give Karen a call at 610-331-4546. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Back to live action. 40, 41 seconds in the second. First down and 20 after the penalty. Ball spotted at the 43-yard line of Marple Newtown. They catch a big break. This should keep him out of the end zone, Steve. Blair in the backfield. Puts a man in motion. 
and he is going to pass it. He's looking, looking, has plenty of time, little pressure. Now he's moving, moving toward the sideline. That would be considered a sack, number 60, Johnny Ebert forcing him out of bounds behind the original line of scrimmage. Love it. Great job by Ebert. Backside defensive end pursues and just drives Blair out of bounds. Gives him a little shove as well. Gets away with it. Good no call there. I love the grit and attitude that kid plays with only a junior. Loss of five yards there. It does stop the clock 33 seconds, but second and 25 here. Second and 25 at the Marple Newtown 48 with 33 seconds remaining. Blair gets the snap and fires immediately to Justin Burgess. He's tackled by C.J. Lane along with some other Tigers. It's going to be another timeout on the field by Haverford, their last timeout. And we will step aside to get that one last commercial in. We'll be right back. If you're having plumbing problems, heating problems, cooling problems, don't have an attack, call Bobby Mack. Bob McNamara Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is located right here in Marple Township for 29 years. You can call Bobby Mack, 610-496-6260, or visit their website for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs at bobmcnamaraplumbing.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Back to live action, A.J. Cornock Stadium. KC and the Sunshine Band. Here we go, baby. Third and 11 for the Fords and Marple Newtown's 34. Blair in the backfield. He's asking for the snap. He gets it. He's looking, looking. He's going to tuck and run. Blair at the 25, the 20, 15, 10. That, go in the that was fumbled. And it goes out of bounds just before the end zone. The side judge is signaling at about the three-yard line. That was tough. He must have stepped out of bounds before I went into the end zone. Correction, all the way down to the four. Clock, stadium scoreboard has three. That is out at the four-yard line, and I'm looking for the side judge. And he is at the four-yard line, Eric Kelling, for your statting purposes. So first and goal for the Fords. 15 seconds remaining. Jason Wint oh, is the ball gonna carrier. Do it. That's going to do it. That's a heck of a stop. Wait, why is the clock stopped? And this is unbelievable that this clock is stopped. That is a disgrace. What, what's going on here? Steve, I am flabbergasted. There's seven seconds remaining on the clock. Oh, now there's a penalty. There was a penalty called against Haverford, uh, so that will. But that should be a runoff. No, Steve? I that mean, has to be a runoff. That has to be a runoff. Has to be. That's the end of the half. So that was an illegal shift that was the call. I'm not sure high school rules on this, but that, I mean, that just gives them a chance to now huddle up or get on the ball. That, that's re, there, there's got to be a, a call on that. Well, five, four, three, two, one. Here is the pass, and it's intercepted. It's intercepted. 
That's a great job by the Tigers and the Trey hands. Blair's pass intercepted by Shane oh, Benedict. Hold on, there's a penalty. A on the field. There's going to be one more play. Well, I think that's going to be a personal foul, Steve, called against Haverford. I, I think you got to decline now. You're not going to let them run another play. No, you might get that to start the second half. Okay. Zero seconds on the clock, ladies and gentlemen. 14-0. That should be the last play, and that penalty perhaps will be assessed in the second half. Now, Jim, we got to get clarification because you can just... You can just go off sides on purpose. Dead ball foul, personal foul. That's going to be called against Haverford. And it looks like Jerry's saying that will be assessed in the second half of the game. In the second half, yeah, second half of the game. Start the second half. Kickoff. Man, and that is the half. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, 14 nothing. going into half. We are live from A.G. Cornock Stadium. We'll be back momentarily. It is halftime. You are listening to Jim Osmond, Steve Reynolds, Eric Kelling on the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. And now, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here is Larry O'Connor, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua. Welcome back. A.G. Cornog Stadium, Havertown, Pennsylvania. The hometown of yours truly, Jim Alsman, executive producer of the Tigers Radio Network, filling in for Dave DePasqua tonight. He's got the night off. Dave, hope you're well. Charlie, hope you're well. Listening and watching wherever you are. I know. You're headed down to Dallas, Texas for that Sunday night main event. Eagles at Cowboys. That should be fun. Safe travels, gentlemen. And to the DePasqua clan, I'm alongside Steve Reynolds. He's going nowhere Sunday night. <laughs> if I can convince him, he'll be... be going to Walmart to get more diapers. Diapers and then straight over to my <laughs> house. You can Well, tell Kim you're going to Walmart. Come right to my house. All right. I'm down. I'll be with one Bob Herpin, uh, the play-by-play oh play emeritus of the TRN, <laughs> and Eric Kelling is with us tonight at the controls doing stats. Eric, give us the tale of the first half. Well, I guess we uh, know why Trey Blair is a Division One athlete. Uh, so he's got seven rushes, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he can throw the ball, too, four for eight, 70 yards, another touchdown. There was that lone INT at the end of the game. Or, I'm sorry, end of the first half. Really didn't hurt anything there. Right. Um, as far as that goes, but it's kind of been the Trey Blair show in the first half. Yeah, he's excellent. And uh, the 74-yard run, um, he had sort of uh, flirted with our sideline here. I mean, he was in between, you know, he's in between the, the sideline and the hash, and you could just see uh, he's got another speed. I mean, when you... Steve, when you start to talk about the different levels of athletes when they go to college, right? Um, when you see when when you see that kind of speed, right? That's that's that 
second level mm-hmm. that they call it second level next level speed i mean it, it's unbelievable he's di- he's on a different playing field than those, those and you other. see his build i mean he's got tree trunk legs i mean he moves powerful guy hits that hole and just out and I'll tell you what it's been i don't want to take anything away from however but it's been two plays really 70 plus yard run and that uh touchdown pass um both started by trey blair um but other than that, I thought Marple Newtown's defense has showed up, has played their part with the offense not doing much. This game could be very ugly. It's only 14 nothing, so he's got to give a lot of credit to this defense. Some numbers, Eric. Yeah, that's – and again, Steve, you make the point. I mean, the defense has done what they needed to do in the first half to slow Haverford down. The offense just has not helped them out at all. I mean, Paoletti did not have a good first half, three for nine. 11 yards and an INT. He looks like he just, he's, you know, he's, he steps back and he just is unsure where to go with the ball. I think he's holding the ball too long. I think he needs to start getting out a lot quicker. Haverford's putting plenty of pressure on him. He needs to start making a quicker decision. Um, Marple worked on the run, but again, if, you got, if you're not able to pass the ball, what are they going to do? They're just going to stack up the box. They were able to get Charlie Box when he needed to, slow him down. He did have a couple of decent runs. But nothing, nothing, none of the breakaway stuff, Steve, that we're used to seeing out of Charlie in these uh, in these games prior. And clearly, uh, that they have speed on defense too. That's able to you know get right up to that line of scrimmage pretty quick. Yeah, they're they're number forty. Higson, he has uh, seven tackles in the first half. I mean, he's he's everywhere. And Harford's done a great job taking away that short passing game, uh, those bubbles, those quick hitches. Um, to the outside. They've been right on. They intercepted one of them. Um, but uh, Marple Newtown's got to find something here. They are going to start the ball, on, the game on defense, kicking it off. Um, it's going to be huge to try to come up with a stop here. One more score. The way this offense is working for Marple Newtown, you got to give a lot of credit to the defense of Howard, but one more score, 21 nothing. You, you can pretty much forget about it. Um, you know, you're keeping it at a two-score game. And you got to try to get points on this board to cut this deficit in half. We're at the end of halftime. They're putting three minutes back on the clock for the warm-up period. The Fords are already out on the field, and Marple Newtown is making its way out momentarily, although we don't see them yet. But um, I think that they come from somewhat of the same area uh, here at AG Cornog Stadium. This complex is quite an interesting one. It's right off of uh, Darby Road. And they also have the middle school right on Darby Road, although the high school is back inside the complex here. So you're looking at the field now, the screen, the video is back up. Where, where this field is, actually, the high school is behind this field. So it's behind those away stands that you're, you're looking at. Um, we're at the home stands. Behind us is uh, rows of streets uh, in, in the heart of Havertown. So... Um, Interesting complex. You know, the, 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 the turf is relatively new. I say relatively. I, I, want, I want to say that it's about eight or nine years old. They put it in after my son was born. And so that's kind of how I remember that. But uh, it's nice. A nice track. Um, and uh, they've kept the field up very nice. I think they redid it. They, they have. Yeah, they had re- some, recently. They had some turf problems like we had, Steve. Um, well, they had that sinkhole, remember? That's right. At Garner Valley, and they had to move it to Garner Valley. I believe that was two or three years ago. Yeah. And then after that, they had to get a new turf out here, just like Marple. Yeah. So here we are. 
Um, Eric Kelling, Steve Reynolds, Jim Alsman bringing you second half action here from Havertown, Pennsylvania. Start of the game, it hovered around 58 degrees. It's a little cooler now. It's very clear. It's going to be a gorgeous weekend. This is a perfect night for high school football. Um, Marple Newtown's going to kick this one off to start the second half. It's only 14-0. I mean, coming into this game, I really would have considered, and I wouldn't have been shocked. I don't think either of you would be either if the score was doubled at halftime. So the, to Steve's point, the defense has done very well. We're in this game. I... I sometimes see Steve and Eric have seen this team, Haverford, a little bit played down to their competition. That's not going to work in the playoffs, is it, Steve? No, 6A playoffs are a different beat. And you got both Downing Towns, East-West, Coatesville's, um, you name it. And you're going into, by all accounts, they should host, but you're going into some real hostile environments too. They should host, but, I mean, you know, the loss of Garner Valley – you know, not winning that game, that gets you a lot of points. Um, essentially, the, you know, it's it's a tough league compared to these other leagues. You get a lot more points playing in other leagues. Um, I think their non-conference game was against Interborough. So that's not going to get you any points. So they might start, if they finish, say, 8-2, and two, they might start on the road. Um, but well, they should, they, I mean, they should be in the top eight, but you never know it's a 6A. They're not going to want to see a Trey Blair anywhere whether it's A.G. Cornock Stadium or Mars, because he is the real deal. Now, will they get the other player back in? Um, Mosley. Mosley. Doesn't seem like it, but I don't want to speculate on that. Sure. So it appears that Marple Newtown is back on the field, and they're getting ready to start this second half. Welcome back if you're just joining us. So, Steve, uh, Coach Gicking, what's he telling these guys at halftime? I mean, what 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 do you what, what kind of adjustments do you think he's saying that we need to get in order to like you know let's just start moving the ball? Yeah, I mean, defensively, stay do what you're doing. I mean, you really don't want to, and you got to tell these guys it's fourteen nothing. You're in this game. They know these in this game. This is a good group of kids, um, a young group, a lot of sophomores and juniors, but a good group of kids, solid, um, a lot of heart. And he's telling them offensively, you know, you got to. Stick with your game plan. I'm going to be interested if they, you know, run Eric McKee a little bit more up the middle, try to uh, run Charlie Box a little bit more. The passing game has been, uh, you know, tough to come by. Defensive backs of Haverford have made it tough for Paoletti to find anybody. Um, but. And there was big Aunt Paoletti heading up to the uh, top of the press box. And Marble Town's kicking off from the 45-yard line of Haverford. Jimmy O'Brien set to kick this one away after that penalty. Man, that's a, I mean, you can't. It looks like. All sides on Marple Newtown. Looks like maybe was, was an onside kick the call, Steve, potentially? Well, the, when, that, you're, when you're in the situation, it's either you kick it you're not kicking a Trey Blair, so you're either kicking it deep into the end zone and they're taking it over from the 25, or you try it on sides. You don't get it. The field position isn't horrible, so I think even right now you try it again. Why not? Halford's lined up for it. Here we go. Now, they did get a penalty, so now it's back to the 50. Unbelievable. All right, so Jimmy O'Brien kicking off. Jim Allsman, Steve Reynolds, Eric Kelling with you. 
Second half action, here is O'Brien. This isn't kick to Blair. Kick to five. number five, he, he, he kneeled. Justin Burgess. Man, knee hit the ground, so. Good job by O'Brien there. Inadvertent. Looks like the ball's at the 20. 20 and a half, maybe. First and 10 from the 20 with 11.58 in the third quarter. Thank you for joining us. And again, you got to watch out for number 10. He can throw it. We've seen a lot of throws. Nice arm on him. But he steps back to either a design run or if there's nothing open, he'll take off. For the most part, Tigers have done a great job. Trey Blair waiting the snap. Penalty marker is down along the far sideline. Illegal procedure, dead ball foul. Illegal procedure is the call against Haverford. It'll be backed up five yards. So now we're now we're kind of back to, to even here, right? Yeah. 15-yard line now, so. First, first and 15 from the 15. What a good way to start the half if you're Haverford on offense. And uh, beautiful night. Here we go. Blair gets it, and he's going to run. He's going to keep. And Blair is gone. <laughs> 85 yards for number 10. Trey Blair. Just a designed run to the left side. Cuts it back, and it's just, it's not fair. I mean, I haven't seen a kid built like this in high school football. I don't know. Dan Connor? I mean, it's been, I mean this kid, you got to see him up close. On film, on the screen, I don't know if it does any justice. He just looks fast. He's not the tallest guy. Let's see what he's listed at here. Ryan Wellington into attempt to point after touchdown. He's six foot, Steve. Out of an Andrew McGinnis hold, and that kick is good. 11:47 in the third. Haverford 21, Marple Newtown zero. We'll be right back. Hey, Tigers fans! Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Back to live action after 85 yards, Blair finds pay dirt, 21-0 Haverford. Dan Billyball kicking off. 22-yard line, Brian Joslin on the return. Joslin found the seam, picks up some extra yardage. He's hit first by number 16, Jake DiPietro. Nice return there. Marple Newtown with a big deficit here, 21-0. And not show, didn't show too much in the first half offensively. So it doesn't give you a lot of hope here. Trailing by 21 in the second half that they can 
make a comeback, but they'll try to attempt one here. First and 10, Marple Newtown from their own 40. Paoletti wants to snap, he gets it, hands it off to Charlie Box. Charlie Box up the middle, number 41 comes up. That's Tony, excuse me, Brian Clean. Should be his second of the night. Tyra start off with a running play. Three yard gain, you'll take it on first down. Second down and seven, 11 20 and counting. First play of scrimmage in the second half. You're just joining us. Trey Blair took it to the left side, cut it back, and took it to the house on an 85 yard touchdown. Second and seven from the 43. Charlie Box. He is the runner for the Tigers. Brian Klee once again makes the stop for Haverford. And it baffles me how they have two losses on the season when you have a player like Trey Blair. Unbelievable. Gain of four, third and three at the Marple Newtown 47. Which goes to show you how strong Garner Valley is once again. And Carroll, uh, improved team this year. And Joey Paoletti fakes the handoff to Box. He keeps, picks up the first down. Nice decision now on the read option. Paoletti keeps it, finds a crease. Leans forward for the first. Fox stopped at 10.28 for the chains to move, and referee gives a winding signal. Gain of four to the Haverford 49 first down Tigers. Paoletti passes to Joey Small. He's brought down by number 11. So a read option. Sean Reynolds. Go ahead, Steve. There, and it's almost like a triple option, but, the, you know, you have the option to hand it off, keep it if you're Paoletti, or throw it outside. You know, you hear triple option. It's usually the pitch is the third option, but we've seen this more and more really at the college level, that third option is an outside throw, and it's the second time we've seen it. Earlier was to McKay, this time the small. Gain of one, second and nine at the 48. Paoletti to box. Box up the middle, doesn't get much, Steve. And we've seen Tigers a little bit different game plan. Short throw, but sticking with that read option here. Third down and seven. We'll see if Paoletti drops back here. So we're chipping away. And I'd like to see another throw downfield. We've only seen one tonight. And he had his man. Looked like Benedict just jumped a little early, mistimed it. That was earlier in the game in the second quarter. So I'd like to see if they go back to something. Game to two on that last play, third and seven. Ball to 46 now. Puts box in motion. He fakes the box, and he's going to let it air out down the middle of the field. Neova Schulte is the intended receiver. He seems very upset. And miscommunication there, but there's that shot I was looking for. And that's a shame, Steve, because I feel like Joe is doing everything he can to put these guys in a position to make a play and there's just some missing communication clearly no one knows the offense as well as he does on that field for marple and four down territory i mean you say maybe you know play some field position but trey blair can take it from 99 yards or 
20 yards out. So Fourth down and seven. Smart decision to go for it here, Jim. And they're going to go. Paoletti in the backfield. He gets the snap. He looks. He decides to throw. Intended for Joey Small. Almost intercepted by Justin Burgess. Turnover on downs at 8.43 in the third. First and 10 forwards. Forwards take over on downs here. Paoletti's tried to step up in the pocket. Does a good job avoiding pressure. Very well at that. Stepping up. We haven't seen it too much lately when he's been in pressure, but he does a good job there, and ball was batted. It was intended for his target box, and Trey Blair in this offense takes over up 21-0. First and 10 for the Fords from their own 46 with 8.43 in the third. Blair, he's going to hand it off. Chasing went with the carry for the Fords. He's tackled Steve by number 60, Johnny Ebert once again. Ebert, tough kid out there. We've talked a lot about Jelani Estes on the one end. Johnny Ebert, just as impressive on the other side. Tigers weren't ready on offense. And Penalty markers yeah. down, dead ball foul. Illegal procedure is the call against Haverford. Yeah, the Tigers weren't set on defense and they were given a pass there because neither was Haverford on offense and gonna move them back five yards. Brings up second down and 10 after the penalty balls now spotted at the Ford's 46 yard line. Blair keeps. Blair, 54 yards, once again finds the end zone for Haverford. There's no stopping him, Steve. And that's unfair. Well, he, uh, <laughs> speechless. Yeah, so, again, Division One athlete, nine carries, 253 yards, and three touchdowns on the ground. He Ryan Wellington in to attempt the point after touchdown. Ryan Beef Wellington. The Beef. There's a penalty marker down. Dead ball foul, illegal procedure called against Haverford. That's going to back them up. And, you know, Jim, we talk about Haverford entering the playoffs. And not, you got a guy like that. At this level, you have a game breaker. And the way this defense plays, they might be playing well into November. So Ryan Wellington will try again from a little further out. That goes off the upright, and it looks like potentially one of Marble Newtown's players got in there. And I'm looking for him. Anyway, we'll step aside. It's 27-0 Fords over Marple Newtown. We'll be right back. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. 
You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. We are back, Havertown, Pennsylvania. Come on, let's go, baby, WNBC. Right, just kidding. Here we go, kicking off. That's going to go out of bounds. That'll be a penalty. Marple Newtown after the kickoff. By number 86, Dan Billyball. That's going to be placed at the 35-yard line, first and 10 Tigers. Very important, Coach Gicken. I know he does. Keeps these guys' composure. Coming out on the field here. You know, it's tough, down 27-0, but just got to keep fighting, trying to chip away. Sustain a few drives. Got a big game coming up next week. At Radner, we all know what happened last year at Radner in the playoffs. That's going to be a fun one, Steve. I know Dave will not miss that one. And we're, uh, we'll be sitting right next to that clock operator. And the public address announcer, wow. who is definitely interesting. <laughs> it's a good thing Van Dusen is gone. Yes. First and 10 for Marple at the 35. Pay Laddie gets a snap. He's going to keep this. Goes right up the middle. I think. Is that Joslin in there? Sorry, yeah, that jo was Brian Joslin, ladies and gentlemen. I think Paoletti was lined up at receiver. Yeah. Wow. All right, switch it up. A Marble Newtown player did get their hand on that blocked kick. We'll get that in uh, film and make sure we stat that correctly for credit. But that was a uh, good heads-up play, and it went off the upright. That's why we're at 27-0 after four touchdowns, 7-15 remaining in the third quarter. Second and seven, Marple Newtown at the 38. Brian Joslin gets the handoff and he keeps. Tigers fans a little something here on this. Uh, can kind of call it a wildcat, but Brian Joslin is the backup quarterback as well. Jimmy Wright on the stop, Steve. Clock is running. First down. Joslin picks up 21. Now they're at the Haverford 41. They're going to stay in this formation. Charlie Box gets the handoff. <laughs> and that is an outstanding block there by Joey Paoletti. He's tough. We know that. Well, we know that. The older brother, tough as nails. He learned very well also. And I think they're all tough, Steve. The mom, the sisters. Well, let's not give Big Ant too much credit. <laughs> well, Ant, he's, you know, we, we know him. He's a lot of bark, right? <laughs> Little bite. No, we love him. Just but kidding. Me. Joey with a great block there, and Marple Newtown come back, and this is our hog formation. Wildcat with that jet motion. Gain of three, second and seven. Ball at the Haver for 38. Box is in motion. Box gets the handoff. Back to Paoletti. He's going to pass nearly. Has number six, Steve DiCecco. DiCecco fell down, but the ball went a little flat right at the end. Yeah, they, they had they had the play there. Flea flicker, Steve? Yeah, a little reverse. Called that a jet reverse pass. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I, Eric and I just did Bandorama. What, what do I know? <laughs> you guys are versatile. It's third and seven. Ball at the Haverford 38. Joslin is the quarterback. 
puts box in motion, and he takes the ball, and he's going to keep. Johnson, a hard runner. All the way up to the 35. Gain of three. Fourth down, fourth and four. Clock is running, 542, 541, 540. Tick, 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 tick away. Beautiful night here, lively crowd. Fourth and four. Big fourth down conversion coming up. Paoletti's lined up as a receiver, Joslin the quarterback. Puts box in motion. Joslin's gonna go right up the middle. He stops short. That appears to be a turnover on downs. Number 11 made the initial hit, the captain, Sean Reynolds. Number 19 was in there for the Fords, Jimmy Callahan. 5.03 in the third, that is a turnover on downs. Haverford will take over from their own 36-yard line. And Mark Newtown with a nice drive there, but just stalled and stopped short. Again, very good. Haverford defense, got to give them a lot of credit. Sometimes you can be overlooked when you have a player like Trey Blair. So number 20 is the ball carrier, Jimmy Wright. Tiger down. Brian Joslin is down. And it looks like they are going to call an injury timeout. We'll step aside. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Back to live action, 27-0, Haverford over Marble Newtown. Clock is running 4.32, 4.31 in the third. The Fords have the ball, second down and six from their own 39. Blair hands the ball off to Haverford's number 44, Jason Wint. Shane Benedict coming up and making the stop for Marple Newtown. Brings up third down, third and two. At the 43. Tigers trail 27 nothing here. Late in the third quarter. It's been the Trey Blair show. Responsible for all four touchdowns tonight. Another handoff to Sean Reynolds. Box is in there. Charlie Box with the initial stop. Not before that ball is carried all the way into Marple Newtown's territory at the 38-yard line. 
Steve, a gain of 19 first down forwards. Yeah, good complimentary players around Trey Blair, which you need. Especially once you head into the PIAA playoffs. First and 10 at the Marple Newtown 38. Blair is going to keep it. He got the snap and put it right under. Forced out of bounds by Charlie Box, along with Shane Benedict. C.J. Lane was in there as well. From another first down. He made that look very easy, which makes me even wonder why Coach Gallagher hasn't been doing that all game, having him just go out of bounds. He doesn't get hit. But they want to run their offense. They want to get prepared for the, for the playoffs. Ball to 26, first and 10. That was a gain of 12. Blair, he takes the snap, hands it off to the other captain, Chasen Wint. Wint's brought down by number 51 of the Tigers, Cole Thiru-Selvum. Oh, hair up offense here. Ball is now at the 21. That was a gain of four. Chasen Wint once again on the carry for the Fords. Johnny Ebert on the stop for Marple Newtown. This ball is spotted at about the 17-yard line if my eyes, yep, 17-yard line, third and one for the Fords. Blair commanding his offense and he gets the snap. He hands it off once again to Chasen Wint. Chasen Wint getting some tough yardage, hit first by Jelani Estes. Robbie Riley in there as well for Marple Newtown. The clock is running 2.15, 2.14, First and 10, now the ball is at the Marple Newtown 12, Steve. Tigers defense looks tired out there. Getting a lot of two-way players. This is really Harford's first sustained drive of the game. We've had a lot of big plays. Sideline warning is going to be the call against Marple Newtown. And there's gonna be some talk here. Coach Gicking has come out onto the field. You can't see him on your screen. He's just off the screen. He looks pretty upset. Sideline warning is the call against Marple Newtown. That seems a bit picayune, Steve, with 27-nothing and under two minutes in the third. But that's Jerry for you. He's got to make sure he calls this game very properly. He's the type of guy that would drive just about two miles below, miles an hour below the speed limit, right? Just to aggravate. Yeah. 156, 155, 154, and the clock is running once again. Blair, first and 10 from the Marple Newtown 12. He's going to keep it himself. He try, almost gets tangled up. He doesn't. Shoots for the pylon. Touchdown. Nope, they're going to say he's out at the three-yard line, Eric. Steve, hmm. I'm sorry, make that the two. So he gained 12, first and goal for Blair and the Fords. And it looks like you, get, you have an angle on him, defender coming to make a tackle, but his speed, his burst, I mean, it's is he tough. At, is he at DeAndre Swift speed, the old... I never Saint seen. Joe's prep. I never saw him play in person. Doesn't have the size, but Jason Went. He is in for the touchdown. One thirty-seven in the third. 
33-0 Fords. Looks like there's a timeout in the field. It's an official's timeout. Steve, do they go for two to get the clock running or no? That would be obnoxious. Lots of whistles. Unbelievable. Possibly. Timeout on the field. Ford's call timeout. We'll step aside for about 18 seconds. Here you go. Steve, hit it. With Home and Business Adjustment Company, never hear the words, not covered. We can't pay for that. Get good money for good loss of fire, water, and wind damage at Home and Business Adjustment Company. Call 610-356-1344. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. We are back, Haverford, Pennsylvania, Havertown, Haverford High School, A.G. Cornock Stadium. Ford's just scored. Chasing went from three yards out, two yards out, 137 in the third. It appears that coming out of the timeout after the touchdown, Haverford will run a two-point conversion. I'm assuming, Steve, just to get the clock running. Yeah. Blair. Gets the snap. He's looking to pass. It's a shovel pass to Chasen Wint. It's a horrendous play and call. And he is hit by Shane Benedict. <laughs> Correction, that was Eric McKee. That is a really brutal call. We'll keep it right here. What the? Could have done a million things. And you got one of the best players in the county. Let him, let him bull rush it right in, right? Yeah, a sweep outside, something simple. A little shovel pass to the outside. You usually see a shovel pass in, in between the tackles. I'm not sure what that was, but perhaps maybe just trying something uh, new. We'll probably bag that play. Won't see that again the rest of the season. Perhaps Coach Gallagher has the under. <laughs> Speaking of over-under, legal... Gambling is legalized in professional sports and, and, well, in some college. Don't gamble, kids, and I don't even like fantasy football. But if you were, just for hypothetically, over for Eagles, over under, you like the over? What's you're, it at? They're two and a half dogs, too. We can get into that later. All right. Dan Billyball. <laughs> Kicking off for the Fords. Joslin on the return. He gets it out to about the 38. Penalty marker is down. This is going to be a dead ball foul, and it's going to be a personal foul. Looks like that'll be against Marple Newtown too, Steve. That's a disgrace. Didn't see what happened there, did you? It looked like there was some uh, punching. Jeez, I hope not. This is where you got to just... Keep your cool. You, a lot of these are competitors out here. Been in there, been in situations like this, up 30 points, down 30 points. You got to keep your cool. All right. Pretty wild. I don't know what the call is. Dead ball foul. 
personal foul against Marple Newtown. Dead ball foul, personal foul against Marple Newtown. That was, am, I, am I correct in seeing that? That was two personal fouls against Marple Newtown? Yes. Unbelievable. Well, everyone knows my feelings about <laughs> this particular ref. And, uh, I'm, you know, there's nothing more to say on that one. So the first one bring 15 yards. The second one might be half the distance. That is correct. All right. One thirty-two in the third, thirty-three nothing, Haverford over Marble Newtown. Two penalties at the end of that very nice return brings them all the way back to the ten-yard line. First and ten, Tigers. This is just a case of being outmatched by a six-A opponent. And you guys talked about, if you haven't listened to Tiger Talk, episode one, go on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Check out that episode. The pass passes out to number 10, Joey Small for the Tigers. He's tackled by number 11. Number 11 on the tackle for the Fords, that's Sean Reynolds. And um, you talked about the 6A to 5A competition. And yeah, you can, 5A teams can get, 4A teams can get players like Trey Blair. Um, but you can just see across the board, this is a uh, pretty solid team for Haverford. But will, will they go hard for the shutout, Steve, or will they put in the, will they put in the, the JV shortly? Probably start of the fourth, you might see. Ooh. Joe Paoletti passes out to Charlie Box. He's hit immediately. By Jimmy Callahan. That was almost picked off. Clock's running at 33, 32, 31 seconds in the third. Quite a hit. Credit the box. He's a tough kid. You have to do a, lot, do a lot more to, to him to get him out of the game. To get him shaken up. He is very tough. Tigers might not need to run another play here. I'll be able to take it into the fourth quarter. That's what they're going to do. 33-0 at the end of three. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. PJ Bartending? Need a bartender for your wedding party or event? Call PJ Bartending. Owned and operated by former Marple Newtown football standout and 2005 Woody Peoples Memorial Scholarship winner, PJ Dortone. PJ Bartending? Hire a bartender, not a pretender. Call 610-742-5640 or visit PJBartending.com. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. PJ Bartending offers discounts to all Marple Newtown residents and alumni specialized in graduation parties, birthday parties, and even sweet 16s. PJ Bartending, remember to hire a bartender, not a pretender. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. We are back. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter here from Havertown, Pennsylvania on the campus of Haverford High School, A.G. Cornock Stadium. I'm alongside Steve Reynolds. Eric Kelling's at the control. He's our stat man. I'm Jim Alsman, executive producer of the Tigers Radio Network, filling in for Dave DePasqua. 
It's great to have you, and if you're still with us, it is third down and 17 at the three-yard line of Marple Newtown. Paoletti is in the end zone, and Box, Charlie Box is alongside of him to his right. Gets the snap, he's looking to pass. He does over the middle. Receiver is brought down immediately. Yeah, trying to set up another screen, but the Safford defense is. Box was the receiver. Number 40 brings him down. Higson. Will Higson, we've been saying him, his name from play number one. And as I was saying, Marple can't get a screen off, can't do anything. Swing passes, stuff that we've seen them in the past. They've had getting their guys in open field. I mean, Halford's right on top of them. No gain, Eric, no gain. But still a complete pass. So it's fourth down and 17 from the three. And you'll probably see the second team in for Haverford. We'll start this quarter off. Jimmy O'Brien into punt. He's going to kick this. Goes to the 30-yard line. And number five is the return man, Justin Burgess. Robbie Riley brings him down along with number 22, Christian Aquila. And most likely Trey Blair's night is finished for Haverford. And I don't know how to feel about that, Steve, because you recognize talent, and that's uh, definitely something special. Oh, without a doubt. But at the same time, I'm glad he's getting the rest of the night off. It looks like number 18 is going to check in at quarterback, Andrew McGinnis, the junior. Nope, that was a, an illegal block, Eric. An illegal block. His hand went forward. It's quite a call. So now we're backed all the way up. Haverford still in Marple Newtown ter territory, but they're at the 43-yard line. Number 26 is the ball. Great play. That's Jimmy Klein. He's tackled for a loss. That was Eric McKee just threw him down like a rag doll. Damian Bosch in there as well. A couple sophomores. Again, a lot of sophomores on this team. A lot of juniors. Bright, bright future, especially next year. But hey, we still have the playoffs to look forward to. And a big game next week at Radnor. Brings up second down, second and 13. The block in the back. Jackie Marciano is the ball carrier. Eric McKee is the tackler. Now, I knew that was coming, Steve. He threw him to the ground at the end. It was completely unnecessary. I fully expect this to be against Marple Newtown. Got to keep your cool. Dead ball foul. Personal foul against Marple Newtown. And I can't argue with Jerry on that one. Now nah, the refs have to, have to throw them. Got it. Becomes a safety issue. It sure does. And that was the correct call. So, Jerry... Forgive me, I'm giving you credit where credit's due. Clock's running, under 10 minutes 
here in the fourth quarter. They're at Marple Newtown's 29, first and 10 after the penalty. Hand off to number 29 once again, Jackie Marciano. He goes out of bounds. And Jerry throws a flag towards the sideline. And he's he's uh, pointing I think, to I think coaches. He just, I think he just ejected somebody. Did he just eject somebody? I, I did see the hand go up the same way. He's pointing to a coach. But I can't tell. I'm also looking at the monitor. Let's just get out of this game, fellas. Interesting. Call is forthcoming. I don't think anyone was. I don't think anyone was ejected. I hope not. All right, Jerry's taking his time. Interesting. Personal foul is against Haverford. I think it was a holding. Excuse me, a holding? And then unsportsmanlike, unsportsmanlike conduct. Con conduct against Marple Newtown. Okay, I'm sorry. I got to tell you, the mechanics are not <clears throat> I'm struggling with, but we are, we're kind of losing him with, in the, inside the other sideline. So, it's two penalties. Do they offset, Steve? The un the it doesn't look like it because they just gave him a first down. Okay. Very confusing. So they must have went back and then went back, right? Ball's at the 18, Eric, first and 10. 18 of Marple Newtown. Hand off to number six, Christian Pergolisi. Fifty on the stop. I had Chris Michael John. Nine oh six, nine oh five, nine oh four remaining in the fourth quarter. Thirty-three nothing. Haverford over Marple Newtown. Second and five. They're at the thirteen-yard line of Marple Newtown. Pergolisi gets the handoff and fumbles. Jumping back on it is Andrew McGinnis, the new quarterback, coming in for Blair in the fourth quarter. Ball's now at the 14. That was a loss of one, third and six for the Tigers, Steve. McGinnis commanding the offense, coming in for Blair. Newtown stops him short of this marker. He's going to bring up a fourth down here. Jackie Marciano, the ball carrier for the Fords. Next week, we'll be headed to Villanova, Pennsylvania, Radnor Township, Radnor High School for a showdown. Radnor beat Marple Newtown twice last year. Epic games, one at Marple Newtown. One at Radnor, looking forward to that one. 
We hope you join us either live or via the Tigers radio network. Sec fourth down and two from the 10. He's going to be bottled up here. It looks like he's going to be short. So Tigers will take over on downs. Jackie Marciano was the ball carrier again. Turnover on downs with 7.23 in the fourth. Excellent defensive play. So. Turnover on downs. Marple Newtown's offense will come back out. That ball is spotted at the 10, first and 10 Tigers. Beautiful night here in my hometown, Steve, of Havertown. Tigers are going to bring in their second unit. Matt McKee, or I'm sorry, Matt Cantwell at quarterback. All right. Ball's handed off 34. to Marple Newtown's number 34. That's Angelo Luster. <clears throat> and it's good to see Steve, even though this game is, <clears throat> for all intents and purposes, over. Oh, once again, we're fighting over water. This game, for all intents and purposes, over. Second down and 10, there was no gain on that play. It's good to see younger players get some time on a, on a varsity stage. Sure thing. Cantwell, he fires. There's no tackle. Player was on his knees. He found number 12. That was Michael Schumacher on the reception. Thirty-three nothing. We're under seven minutes. That was a gain of five on that pick. Correction, gain of four on that passing catch. Third and five. Ball's at the 14-yard line. Cantwell gets it and pitches it in the backfield 20. to number 20, Demetrius Eady. 16. He's tackled by number 16 of the Fords, and that's Jackie DiPietro. Loss of five, so the ball's back at the 10. It's fourth down and 10. They're having some substitution problems. Seems as though Marple Newtown is gonna just get that player in. And they're gonna punt, Steve. Into punt is number five, Matthew Cantwell. There's gonna be no return when this ball is going to be down by Johnny Small. Cooper Conroy, the holder, he's in there too. 5-18 remaining in the fourth quarter, all intents and purposes remaining in the game. We'll be headed to Radnor, as I said. Steve Reynolds, Dave DePosca will be back, Eric Kelling and myself. We'll be there next week. Should be a good one. If you can't join us, via marplenewtownfootball.com. We hope to see you in person. Come up, say hello. And then that next day, the 26th, the 27th, will determine our playoff fate in the seeding meeting. Number 26 is the ball carrier. That's Jimmy Klein. He's forced out of bounds. 
by number 19, Ryan Simpson. Steve, are these types of games difficult as you're winding down into the season and you're trying to get in the playoff form, or is this a good smack in the mouth? Oh, never good to lose 33-0. Um, right. Especially well, at the end of the year, but you do have one more game to bounce back, head into the playoffs on a positive note. Um, yeah, you can, I mean, definitely learn as a, use it as a learning experience. It's not going to be fun in film tomorrow for these guys, but. Christian Pergolisi on that carry. Ball is now at the 24-yard line. One of those games you put behind you and you get ready for Radner. Second and one. I think that we'll see a much, I, I think this team does have the ability to come back. They're going to want to make a statement next week at Radner. Number 15 is the ball carrier. And that's Colin Reeser. Ball's going to be spotted now. At the 18-yard line. The 18-yard line. All right. So number, so number 18, Andrew McGinnis keeps. I didn't see the tackler there, Steve. That's my bad. Brings up second down and seven. Ball's at the 15 now. Guinness hands it off. Stiff arm forced out of bounds. Number six, Christian Pergolisi. Forced out of bounds. Cantwell in on that action, forcing him out of bounds. Approaching the three-minute mark here in Havertown. Ball's at the 10, third and two for the Tigers. Number 15 is the ball carrier. He finds the end zone from 10 yards out. That's Colin Reeser. Second team. That's one in. For Haverford. Makes it 39-0. The clock will no doubt be running now. 35-point rule in the second half is a running clock. Only stops on scores. And turnovers. Ryan Wellington into attempt the point after touchdown. The beef. That's no good. 247 remaining in the fourth quarter. Marble Newtown is trailing 39-nothing. We'll be right back. Taking the lead in the tree care today is Mike Gillen at MG Tree. Mike is a resident of Brumo, a 1990 MN graduate, and was co-captain of the football team in 1990. Located in Brumo, MG Tree provides tree care to shaping and trimming or complete tree removal, not to mention a 24-hour emergency service. 
These experienced professionals are serving those in Delaware County and the main line. Keep your trees looking healthy and great. Give them a call for an appointment today at 610-359-9970. Again, 610-359-9970. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. We are back. Jim Austin, Steve Reynolds, Eric Jelling, 39-0-247. Remaining in the fourth quarter here at A.G. Cornock Stadium. Haverford leads the Tigers 39-0. The score is indicative of what the game has been like for these Tigers, but they've continued to battle through it. And it's essentially now a junior varsity game between both squads. Here's the kick and the return. Number 16, Daniel Donofrio on the return for Marple Newtown. The Tigers will take over here with 2.40 left, running clock, down 39-0. I know that his, his mom is out there watching and listening tonight. Deb, I hope you're doing well, Deb. She is a tremendous football mom and booster parent who does a lot, as do so many of the parents. I get to work with Deb a lot. She does a lot of ad sales for the program book and the Tigers Radio Network, so she's a member of our team. Happy to have her. First and 10 Tigers from the 28. That pass is caught. Matthew Cantwell, he finds Johnny Small Steve on the far end of the football field. Nice pitch and catch. Johnny Small, the younger brother of Joey Small. Caruso on the stop for the Fords. That's all the way out to the Marple Newtown 49. That's the biggest pass we've seen, I think. 21 yards tonight for the Tigers. 145 remaining in the fourth. Number five, Cantwell. His intended receiver was Michael Schumacher. That pass is broken up, falls incomplete, brings up second down. Great night out here. The Haverford School District was doing their Fight for Life community night here. Special jerseys that the Fords were wearing. Second down and 10 at the Marple Newtown 49. Very cool. That's fumbled. The runner, number 34, Angelo Luster. Fords were wearing a special jersey. The proceeds go to the Haverford Kevin Kane Foundation. Provides funding to community members in need while undergoing medical issues not covered by insurance. So that's an excellent cause. Very proud of my hometown, even though Marple Newtown is my alma mater. Uh, this is the best of both worlds colliding for me. And uh, hopefully I, I eventually get Steve to move to Havertown. I don't know. He's basically a Springfield resident, folks. Marple Township. Marple Township. He only has that address for the Republican Party, ladies and gentlemen. No, nothing wrong with Springfield, <laughs> gentlemen. 
It's third and 19 at the 40. Nothing but the taxes. That's right. Springfield <laughs> taxes will get you. Cantwell New school, gets though. the snap. He's looking, rolling out. He's going to keep. He is hit. Clock the expires. The Clock expires. Your final score from AG Cornock Stadium in Havertown, Pennsylvania. Forts 39, Tigers 0. We'll be back in action next week. Next week, Friday, October 25th, we'll be back in action from Radnor, Pennsylvania, Radnor Township, Villanova. Dave DePasqua will be alongside Steve Reynolds, bringing you all the live action for the Tigers visiting the Raiders in Radnor. We hope to see you. Should be a good one. We're looking for a revenge game. Two losses to Radnor. I want to thank my color commentator, Steve Reynolds, statistician, and the man that controls tonight was Eric Kelling, Dave DePasqua, Charlie DePasqua, our executive co-executive co producer, Greg Pecco, the AD here at Haverford, Joanne Patterson, Rob Anderson, IT guru for Haverford School District, our athletic director is Chris Gicking. We congratulated him to getting into the Shippensburg Athletic Hall of Fame, his college alma mater. That's a great honor. We hope to see you next week from Radnor, Pennsylvania. Once again, I'm Jim Alsman filling in for Dave DePasqua, executive producer of Tigers Radio Network. Your final score, Fords 39, Tigers 0. We'll see you next week. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a, have a great weekend. Go Birds! Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MN Tigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers! <laughs>